Hi, I'm Maria Thea Harris of Velosos and today is ASG Monday. Get ready to hear from Gertie. So Organised Style Podcast acknowledges traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognises the continuing connection to lands, waters and community. We pay our respects to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures and to the Elders past, present and emerging. A big sponsor shout out goes to our two podcast friends and sponsors. The Australian Sewing Guild, who has been our Monday Daily Series regular, is now a sponsor of Sew Organised Style Podcast. Go to ozsew.org to check out the online workshops, sew-alongs, skills library and more. Our second sponsor is Tatiana's School of Couture as she launches it online. Go to her website to see her new online sewing classes and patterns. Thanks for joining us on Sew Organised Style Podcast on ASG Monday. Now you know that the current sewing challenge for October is the free Harlow pyjamas. This is a Charm Patterns original from Gertie. Gretchen Hirsch is here today to encourage you to join in this fun sewing challenge. Thank you for joining us today, Gertie. Thank you so much for having me. How are you going these days in this unusual time? It's certainly been a strange year. I remember, you know, Malisha and I were working in the studio in March. It was March 13th and it was getting bad over here in New York. And we decided to go work at home for a week. <laughs> and I just laughed so much looking back at that now because it's now, you know, October and Malisha's still working at home and I'm now back in the studio. But it's been a really unusual year, but so many interesting things have come out of it too. Like the Harlow pajamas, for instance, without the pandemic, we would not have done this free pattern. So it's one of those sort of blessings in disguise, I guess, because I had never thought of doing a free pattern before. And we had a nice sponsorship from B&J Fabrics to be able to do it. Oh, that's wonderful. And that's why you're here today to talk about the Harlow pajamas, because that's the challenge that the Australian Sewing Guild have got for the month of October. Yay. I'm so excited about that. I It's so amazing to see people picking up this pattern and especially beginners and getting into sewing it. And it just it has really been fun to see people sewing clothes for the first time and be able to do it with a pattern that's a little more beginner friendly, which is exactly what the Harlow is. Part of COVID-19 and being isolated, the Australian Sewing Guild has been running these sewing challenges every month because people haven't been able to get together. And it's been good that mm. they've been able to find free patterns for members to use and for anybody to use. And the fact that you've gone and created the Harlow pyjamas, it's one of those really unique patterns that we can really get stuck into here. So the way the Harlow pyjamas came about was that I had recently, in February of this year, right before the pandemic really hit home here in New York, I had started a Patreon account which is a subscription service for monthly content. So all of a sudden, and I'm so glad we started it when we did because it really sustained us through this year, but all of a sudden we were creating this new monthly content and half of it is on Patreon and half of it is on YouTube. So that's been really important to me from the start of this project, which is called Gertie's World, that we have some subscription-based content and then some free content. 
And the thing I love about it is that the subscription fees fund the free content. So even if people can't subscribe, they're still benefiting from this new program, which I love. So I was thrown for a loop though, (laughs) when we went into quarantine and I had this whole new program of monthly content and had to be creating it from home, essentially alone in quarantine. So that was when, I mean, like you're saying in Australia, people sort of reaching out to each other and figuring out how to get people sewing content. That was kind of what was happening over here too. And B&J Fabrics is one of the fabric stores in New York that I work with the most. And they reached out to me early on. They were closed. They're actually still closed. They're only appointment only at this mm-hmm. point. And so so you can imagine like a store like that in the garment district that's used to just walking customers being closed, I mean, completely shut down. And so they were really looking for ways to reach out to home sewers. And I really appreciate, I feel like they always have reached out to home sewers, but they were looking for new ways to do that in the pandemic because everyone was home, everyone was sewing, everyone was buying fabric online because we couldn't go to stores anymore. So they suggested to me that they sponsor a free pattern. And it's like the last thing I thought I was going to be doing this year, but I quickly saw how I could work it into the YouTube content that I had promised people. I thought, oh, this is great. I can draft a charm pattern with our full size range, with our cup size range, our video instruction, give them a sample of what we do in a free pattern that's very beginner friendly. That's what B&J asked for. They want it very beginner friendly. And that's always hard for me because I tend to like more intermediate and advanced things. But the Harlow PJs are what I came up with. They really are beginner friendly and because here in Australia, everyone was buying sewing machines to make their own masks. So then the next thing is, what do you do with that sewing machine? And it's really good that the Harlow pyjamas are a beginner because that could be their next step. Well, that's what I was thinking. It could potentially be someone's first garment project. So I really tried to keep it simple with, you know, easy fit pant with the elastic waist and then the tunic top, which has that pleat rather than a closure. Mm -hmm. So it looks like a sort of faux closure, but I knew I didn't want them to be sewing buttonholes or, you know, whatever else I might have come up with. So like no closures, just a simple pleat. And you can add the frog closures if you want to sort of give the effect of a faux closure. So yeah. And then also the video was really meant for beginners. I went way more in depth, like into cutting. And I have to tell you that video almost killed me because (laughs) people don't understand that it is so hard to make videos for beginners because you have to assume that they know nothing, you know? So it's really like, here's how you lay out your fabric and here's the kind of shears I use. And here's how you find your grain line. And you know, by then I'm already exhausted. (laughs) Like, Oh my gosh, how many days of shooting is this going to take? It was a good reminder of how challenging it is to create content for beginners. That's one of the most in-depth videos I've done recently. And it was a challenge doing it in quarantine because I didn't have, you know, my usual cameraman and all of that. So I realized pretty quickly I had set up a pretty big challenge for myself in this. It sounds like you picked up a lot of new skills. I have. I have. I have all new lighting and new cameras. I think people don't understand how many cameras it takes to shoot sewing video too. It's not just one, you know, you have, I do at least three different cameras. So it's a lot, it's a lot of work, but um, yeah, I've certainly uh, learned a lot. You have. That's wonderful. Congratulations. (laughs) So tell us about the size range that it offers people. 
it comes in our usual size range for charm, which is a US 2 through 20. So I always tell people, just read the size chart, especially because our size range is a little different from other sewing pattern companies too. And also obviously it's going to be different from Australian sizes as well. So it goes up to a 53 inch bust just to give you a sense of the range. And we also do cup sizes with pretty much all of our patterns. That's something that's really important to me because I feel like bust fitting is just so difficult for people, especially if you're a beginner, you could easily become discouraged an H cup and you know you have no idea how to sew a seam let alone do a full bust adjustment so we try to do all of that in the pattern now the Harlow pajama does have a very easy fit it's a little different from our other patterns because I've always done patterns that are a little more fitted have that very 50s look and one inch of ease is pretty standard for me in a bodice but the Harlow pajama has 10 inches of ease which I think also really surprised people and the people on Facebook in my dirty sew and tell group had no idea what to do with that amount of ease because I just don't usually work with that much ease but it's a 30s inspired pattern inspired mm. by you know voluminous beach pajamas so it has a lot more room in it than you're going to be used to which is all to say that if you're a little bigger than the size chart, this may work for you still. So the cup sizes, I also wanted to mention, we will sometimes do separate cup sizes for A through H, but in this case, we group them together into three different cup size groupings. So it's A through C is one group, D through F is the second group, and then G and H is the third group. And we also explain to you how to find your cup size, because it may be different from your actual bra cup size. So there are three different cup sizes in the pattern. So you're just going to want to figure out which one you fall into and make sure you cut out the size top for your cup size grouping. So it's free. It's got lots of sizes, lots of cup sizes. So it's, it just sounds like the best pattern to get to when you're first starting to sew. It's very encouraging. Oh, good. I'm so glad. Yeah, I'm so happy that we we're able to offer something that is this complex in the way it was drafted and the way it was conceived, but make it free. I never really thought I would be able to do that. So that is all thanks to B&J that they provided the sponsorship on and for us to be able to do that. And yeah, it really excited me when I thought about it, that people would be able to come to the Charm site, download a pattern without having to pay for it and Mm -hmm. get a sense of what we do and experience it all without having to, because, you know, the other thing about this too, is like COVID has been so hard on so many people financially that a lot of what I wanted to do, you know, when I was in quarantine was to think about how I could give back to people because Mm. I just feel like I've had such a sort of charmed career, as they say, (laughs) I've been very lucky. And to be able to continue to work in this field for so long, Mm. I really, I was thinking about people at home and struggling financially and wanting to create something beautiful. And so there were a couple of things that I did. The first was I made my L'Amour dress class. I made that completely free on YouTube. That had been a paid class up to that point. Another big thing I wanted to do with the Harlow pajamas and, you know, with content in general during the pandemic was to think about how I could give back to sewers who have supported my career for so long. The first step of that for me, you know, and this is just thinking about how people 
are really struggling financially. And so many people have lost their jobs here in the US and don't, you know, don't have money to be spending on sewing patterns right now. And I just felt very fortunate, especially since I had just started the Patreon. And I saw from the very beginning of the pandemic that because of those subscription fees, like we were going to ride this out just fine. So I felt very lucky throughout this. So I wanted to think about how I could give back to people who were at home, who were struggling financially. And free content was obviously the first thing that came to mind. And the first thing I did was I released my L'Amour dress class it's a video class that's in six parts. I think it's in six parts. It's on YouTube now. It had been a paid class and I released it completely for free on YouTube once we were in quarantine. And then the next thing I did was the Harlow pajamas. And it's just been, it's been something that was really important to me throughout the pandemic was to sort of give back to people who might be struggling a bit, who are wanting to sew, looking for content, but not really sure where to start. And, you know, don't necessarily have the funds to subscribe to something or to be spending money on sewing patterns. So I'm glad we were able to create that free content for people. Gertie, you say that you've been lucky in your career, but I think that you've been very hardworking and made some really good decisions when challenges have come your way. Because when you look at one of your first patterns, 6453 so that's the fitted bodice pattern with two types of skirts with the spaghetti straps that is still such a popular pattern that was one of your first ones that b6453 that's one of the few numbers i have memorized because it's been such a popular pattern and that was one of my patterns with Butterick. I used to do licensed designs with them. That was one of my first forays into designing patterns many years ago and have had a great relationship with them over the years. And that was sort of an opportunity for me to try out some of the things. I didn't know I was doing it at the time, but looking back, I think I was sort of trying out some of my favorite silhouettes. Now, looking back, you know, 12 years into my career, I can say, you know, now I want to like dig a little deeper. So the one you mentioned, B6453, that was my take on a sort of classic, it's called a ballet neckline, I think is what it's called. Very early 60s. You see a lot of this dress on Mad Men. It's an iconic dress. And some people will point to it being done by one reproduction brand or another. But the truth is probably every reproduction brand out there has done this dress at some point because it's just such a classic dress. That was my take on the princess seam bodice with adjustable spaghetti straps. And then my two favorite skirt silhouettes, which are the pencil skirt and a full gathered skirt. So yeah, that pattern just blew up. I had no idea that was going to be so popular. And it's funny, you know, I did a sew along on Facebook for that pattern and I still get membership requests for that group. And there are over 10,000 people in that group. And I think it's just going to be a classic pattern for me. But it's already been enough years that I'm wanting to just sort of revisit it. Like I was saying, like, what would the charm patterns version of that style dress be? And how would I change the sizing and the fit at this point? And I even look at things like the adjustable spaghetti straps. And I have days where I'm like, would I still do that? You know, would I, because that was so hard. It was so hard for people to sew those little bra sliders on those straps. Like, would I do that again? What would I do now if I did that pattern? So it's been really fun. I mean, with Butterick too, I did a, one of my first patterns for Butterick was a princess coat. And then last year for charm patterns, I did the charm patterns princess coat. And so for me, everything I do for charm is sort of like amped up on steroids. You know, it's going to have a bigger size range, more cup sizes, way more options. And, you know, the benefit of publishing independently is that 
there's no one to tell me what not to do. <laughs> oh, we only have this many sheets of tissue or, oh, you know, you can't do that many sizes or, you know, you can only do two skirt options. So there's been no limitations on me, which I think sometimes is a, <laughs> I don't know if it's a positive or a negative sometimes because I do get carried away, but it's been really fun with Charm to just go completely no limits into some of my favorite designs. I've made that dress and I'm on the Facebook group and I always see that dress popping up and the whole spaghetti strap thing. I think now that a lot of people have started to learn more about bra making, it's a skill that more people are getting used to, but you're right, it is a bit fiddly, (laughs) but it's a lovely feature. Yeah, I mean, it's a nice feature. Again, I don't know if I would do it again, just because so many people who are sewing for themselves, they could adjust it anyway to the the length they wanted. But I've always felt like if I'm wearing a different bra, you know, I might want the straps to be tighter or, you know, I might want to adjust them. Looking back on that, I do think that's something I might have simplified. I'm rewatching Mad Men right now, actually, and they have so many variations on that dress. You know, Betty wears them, Megan wears one on the Disneyland trip. There are different things you could do with the straps, like, you know, the little bows and like double and triple straps. So it'll be fun to do some strap variations too. I've been re-watching Mad Men as well every so often. I stop it and I take a photo of the things that I really like. I think it's a COVID thing. Oh, I mean, I've picked up knitting again in quarantine. And so I've spent a lot of time sitting on the couch, binge watching things and knitting. And Mad Men has definitely been one of them. And I always love the clothes on that show. But I feel like I, with my more critical eye now looking at it, there are some things that I pick out that I never would have wouldn't have struck me when I first saw it, when it first came out. So yeah, I definitely have a Pinterest folder of Mad Men designs and things that may crop up in charm patterns. I think I'll have to go and find that folder on Pinterest. (laughs) I digress. Sorry about that. (laughs) In Australia, we've been able to access your fabrics through Spotlight. And I actually bought one of the first fabrics that you printed of your own years ago. Do we have any that we should be looking out for in the future, Gertie? Yes. So I've continued to work with Spotlight and that's been a really amazing collaboration. I feel like I had a, a line with Joann's here in the States many years ago and then Spotlight picked it up. And I feel like the market in Australia just sort of gets this look and they just love it so much. And that's what I love about Australia. Like my two visits there, I have thought there is such a strong community here and the people who love vintage, they get it. And I have been really lucky to continue to work with Spotlight and we've had a new line in the works for quite a while. And it's been sort of delayed a couple of times because of COVID, but there is something coming your way. I just can't give many details on when, and I can't wait for you to see it because it's one of my favorites yet. I can tell you for a fact, when you came to Australia and you spoke at Bobbin and Inc, the audience They had all dressed as you would have expected. They had the outfits, they had the hair, the shoes, everything. And like, I'm not into that. And so when I saw your audience, I thought they really do get it and they love it. And everyone was so happy, A, you know, because of what they'd put together and B, because you were there and they got to meet you. So it was pretty good. And the other thing that I've had experience in is that when I've traveled, people have actually asked me to buy a few meters of your fabric to take with me as a gift. 
because they couldn't actually access it in their country. So that's what I used to do is I used to buy some of your fabric and take it overseas as a gift because that was what was requested. <laughs> well, I know that there is quite a black market of fabric trading that goes on in the Facebook group. It has upset people here in the U.S. that they can't get this fabric. And Americans just aren't used to not being able to get whatever they want online. This is a really foreign concept <laughs> for us. So it's been kind of ironic and funny to, to see Americans freaking out about not being able to get this fabric and wanting it so bad. And you Australians who, you know, you've experienced so much not being able to get things that you want living, you know, so far away that it's sort of, well, you know, the Australians, you know, are the lucky ones this time, I guess. They deserve it. They deserve it. But yeah, I did, you know, I did. I love my trips to Australia so much. And I was just thinking about that the other day because everywhere I went in Australia, I felt like there was this cohesive community of vintage lovers. And we just don't have that here. I mean, I don't live in New York City. I live about an hour and a half upstate. So there's no vintage community here. It just doesn't exist. You know, I get all of my connection online and it was just really refreshing for me to see, you know, these pockets of communities who really know each other and are friends and, you know, there's dancing on Thursday nights and sewing on the weekend, you know, and they're just doing everything together. So, I mean, it's interesting to hear you talk too, just threading this back to the our original conversation of, you know, how I'm sure COVID has affected you and those communities. You're not able to, to see each other and having to do this virtually where you had such strong communities in place before. So hopefully the online sewing community has sustained you somewhat there in Australia. And I'm glad that the Harlow pajamas are part of that. It has been an issue for us here in Australia when it comes to social isolation. We live in quite a re in remote areas and some states have been in more lockdown than others. And, you know, I feel for the ones who are still in lockdown. The mm -hmm. wonderful thing is that the online community, I think, has sustained a lot of people through this whole period. And having these fun challenges that the Australian Sewing Guild has put together has helped people get through the anxiety that they've been going through it's still there we're still dealing with it but it's really great that every month now the Australian Sewing Guild has got these sewing challenges that people can either pick up and run with or just watch and see what other people do and get inspired. Yeah I love that and I you know one of the things that's odd about this particular time in this timeline of COVID I think is that we're all on our own separate timelines you know as you're saying in Australia you know there are some places that are in complete lockdown some that aren't and I had this sense at the beginning that it was such an unusual thing that the entire world globally, we were in quarantine together. And I actually kind of look nostalgically back on that. You know, I was doing a lot of live streams and doing more to connect with people. And as this has sort of dragged on over the year, it is odd that, you know, we're living in these little pockets where some of us are more isolated than others. And I am just, again, just so happy that we've had the online community. And I mean, what would we do without sewing? <laughs> what would we do without knitting and Mad Men? You know, I don't know how I would have gotten through this. I agree, totally. <laughs> Pass on my thanks to Malaysia for arranging your time today. I really appreciate the fact that you've been able to squeeze in this podcast for the Australian Sewing Guild, but also thank you personally for making sure that the vision that you've always had for design and sewing has been something that you've been able to share with us through Charm Patterns and also through this 
pre-pattern, which is the Harlow pyjamas, because it's just come at a perfect time and I encourage people to have a look at your YouTube video on it so that they can get a sense of the bits and pieces that they might not be aware of if they're a beginner in the sewing community. For sure. I really hope that people are aware of the YouTube video out there because like I said, I really did dive into every little step on there. So I hope that's helpful. And I'm so glad you all are sewing this. I'm just tickled and very flattered that you picked this pattern. And I will say that we have something else coming next month. That's another free project. So do keep an eye on my YouTube for that. And yeah, thank you so much for chatting with me today. I'm so happy we were able to do this. Thank you so much, Katie. And have a lovely day, listeners. This episode of Sew Organized Style Podcast for the Australian Sewing Guild was produced by me, Maria Thea Harris, with permission of Gertie, sound by bensound.com. You can subscribe to Sew Organized Style Podcast, spelled with an S, not a Z, on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, CastBox, and Libsyn, our podcast distributor. We look forward to joining you in your sewing room next time. Stay safe, everyone. <laughs>